a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Pocket like full of trim sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus pale. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. coffee cup put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio this is the outdoor zone with tj and cody ryan live from the bunkhouse there's a place up ahead and i'm going just as fast as my feet can fly come away come away if you're going leave the sinking ship all right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or live recorded podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com, our brand new website, and you can find all the information there and links to all your favorite podcast platforms right there and find the Outdoor Zone there. My name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse with me now. Cody Ryan. Good morning. Yes. Hey, uh, <laughs> and sorry. Beefsteak. Oh, yes. In Be- the house. Beefsteak's in the house. And, uh, yeah. Tell and me about Trey is the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure the gate gets open. The old pot belly stove gets fired up and full gets put on that coat hanger to get the signal out to you guys. Sun automotive. Nope. Uh, McBride. McBride's guns. Yeah. yeah. McBride's guns. They're the ones who bring this segment to you. Our buddies over at McBride's guns, uh, the Austin family owned and operated gun shop. We, uh, we trust McBride's guns with all our, uh, gun purchasing. And, um, if you have a, an estate with a bunch of firearms and you need them evaluated, maybe you just want to sell them. Uh, McBride's can help you with that whole process. They're your local, our local full service um, firearm dealer. They also have a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust your scope. That was a yeah, ha, was a, ha 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 ha. We'll talk. Yeah, that's adjust you, your scope, sick. repair, modify your firearms. McBride's guns, same place they've been for years. Corner thirtieth and Lamar. You can call them five one two four seven two thirty five thirty two or online at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's guns well. They're our hometown gun shop. Hey, I want to, uh, I'm super excited to bring on, uh, we've got Mike on the line with us, Mike with uh, Parts View and somebody we've, uh, you know, new advertiser to the show, but also uh, somebody I've been working with and uh, bringing some some cool content to uh, or, or with in conjunction with. And uh, Mike, can you hear us this morning? Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm doing well. I, I got to say, you know, this is my 
my first uh, radio show appearance. So I, I got this morning. I've been working on my tongue twisters and my vocal exercises. So I'm, I'm ready to go, you know? Well, after 20 years of us doing it on this end, um, you know, none of that is uh, part of this game plan. We we still fumble through like it's our first show. So um, <laughs> welcome. No worries there. Hey, I really wanted to get you on and kind of talk about um, – kind of what the the history we, we talk about parts view we've introduced parts view to our listeners and and uh and the beefsteak which is you know one of our characters here on the hey, show hey, and a hey, character hey. at that i tried to get him to maintain his boat you know that he takes out once or twice a year oh. and um he's going to start using parts view ordered my parts view stuff this week but i wanted to kind of get a uh kind of a history of what's where where this whole parts view thing come from yeah, absolutely. You know, we're happy to be here, happy to be working with you guys. And, uh, you know, Parts View has been around now for about uh, about seven years. Uh, my business partner and I started the business uh, running some beta tests really on eBay. We were just moving some random parts and pieces on eBay, but kind of had a bigger vision uh, to get something going in, in the parts world. We had we were very fortunate that uh, we had good access uh, to a Yamaha and Mercury dealership. Uh, through actually through a boat dealership that his parents owned, uh, and so we were pretty lucky there. But we had we had good uh, results uh, on eBay, uh, moving some stuff, and uh, we saw opportunity in the market. You know, we we, we kind of wanted to bring uh, a little more heightened uh, level of customer service experience to the market. Really wanted to bring a lot of content, like you've been talking about, Cody, that you've been providing to us some great content recently. That was a big focus for us out of the gate. Uh, you know, we wanted to be more than just offering parts and pieces for sale. We wanted to really support the boat owner journey, the lifestyle, the, the experience in general. Uh, and that was kind of the, the mantra from, from parts of you from, from day one. So it's been, you know, seven great years. We've had some great growth. We've been very fortunate. And, uh, you know, like, like any business, it's, we've had our challenges along the way. But uh, we've got a great team working with us. And an awesome customer base, and um, you know, uh, we're just lo- looking forward to what's coming ahead. And it's it it is it's cool. It's it was something I stumbled across, you know, looking for exactly what you all you know provide. I was looking for something where I don't have to try and figure out what washer and what you know exact oil filter I needed for my like. I just needed it all in one place, and and uh, and that's exactly what what you know the maintenance kits that you have that i really like uh you personally mike kind of what's the background how did you get into this you know parts view thing personally are you you know did you grow up boating or where did this whole thing come from or was it just a you thought well i can probably make money in this industry which is probably (laughs) probably a far-fetched rare person that actually thinks they can make money in boating or or fishing, but uh, how did you kind of get in on a personal side into this world? Well, it definitely can be, you know, a passion, a labor of love in many instances, that's for sure. But it, it definitely can can grab you and, and uh, you know, you, it can really take control of you, the boating world for sure. There's just so much opportunity, so much freedom. Just, just It's just an endless, uh, you know, landscape of, of, you know, what you desire it to be, really. It, it's pretty impressive what the boating world can, can do for an individual in general. But, but anyway, I, I grew up uh, around boats, uh, for sure. 
uh, we, uh, I grew up in the Carolinas, uh, in North Carolina. And uh, so we had a, uh, a, a townhouse around Charleston, South Carolina. And so I've done a lot of boating around that area uh, growing up. Uh, but I think what, you know, where I really got into this was when I got out of college, uh, I, I got into, uh, into sailing uh, pretty hardcore. I actually had a, a day sail business uh, up around Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, run, doing, running uh, little charters, day charters, doing sunset cruises, things like that. Uh, and I just fell in love with this idea of being out in the water and traveling and, uh, you know, just, you know, making your way through navigation and just, just the whole journey of what boating can be. Um, and so I, I really dove into that and got into yachting. Uh, and so I worked in the yachting world uh, for about five years, traveled uh, all over the Mediterranean, all over the Caribbean, just really had a great experience doing that. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I was just working for some rich guy, you know, but uh, still the travel. And, <laughs> that's the uh, that's the experience. dream. Yeah. I think that's all of our dreams. We just want to work for a rich guy, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, I mean, it, it, it was. I would say any any young person that uh, doesn't have much direction and, and wants to try and just get out there and see the world, yachting is a great a great thing. It, it brings you stuff you wouldn't think of. You know, uh, it's a very rigid lifestyle. Uh, it's very regimented, and, and you have to really, you know, uh, you know, follow the, the practices of, of the boats and to make it really just, you know, hum along as it should. And uh, I, I think it can really give you some good, you know, lessons and values that will roll over into the rest of your life. It has for me, for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I was working in yachting and uh, wound up on a boat uh, in Naples, Florida. Parts used based uh, in Naples, and uh, I wound up on a boat in Naples and said, well, you know, Maybe I've had enough of this. I'll, I'll get, uh, you know, I'll get back onto the, the landlubber side and landlubber world. And uh, so I did that. And uh, that's when I said, well, what's next? You know, and uh, so I got into boat sales uh, for a bit. And that's how I met my business partner. I was working at the dealership uh, that his parents owned. And, uh, you know, it kind of all just, just went from there. But uh, definitely grew up around boats, then got into yachting. So I've I just been around it kind of my whole life. And, but I think if you, if you asked me, you know, 15, 20 years ago, would I be doing this? I'd probably say no. Uh, but uh, it's been a great experience and a great journey, and uh, happy to be here, that's for sure. Man, that's, it's cool. It's wild to look back and, you know, wonder where you're going to be and, and doing what. I, you know, I'm much in the same place 10 years ago. I wouldn't have ever guessed uh, where I'd be sitting and what I'd be doing, what my life entailed. But that's the, that's the journey and the excitement about life. What uh, yeah, no doubt. What do you do when and, you're and not Cody, selling I mean, boat parts? You guys are. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry about that. So, no, yeah. no, no, no. You're, you're good. I was just gonna say. I mean, you guys are. You know, you're you're very so very fortunate uh, to be in. You know, and just doing what you love. I think that's that's so key too, right? To be at least be around. Uh, you know, be able to do something that that you just love makes such a difference. And uh, for you to be able to, you know, uh, be in fishing uh, full time, be you know, part of this outdoor zone and, and uh, talking about stuff you guys are so passionate about. Uh, it's just awesome. You know, I think that that really shines through in what we do for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, so what do you do when you're not selling, selling boat parts uh, online? What does Mike like to do? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So definitely into the outdoor world. Um, I, uh, I got pretty hardcore into uh, nature photography, wildlife photography uh about uh about five years ago um and uh so really it's gotten just dove right into that and 
Yeah, I think during the pandemic, I had a lot more time to, you know, part two was still running through the pandemic, but, you know, the, the rest of my life was, was was shut down to some degree. So really had some time to, to dive into that, you know, pretty hardcore. And, uh, you know, I just, I love it. Uh, I, I'm not really into to, to hunting and, and things like that, but I, I say that I'm into hunting with my camera. Uh, so I just like to get, get out into nature um, and just observe um, and, uh, you know, shoot what I can on, on the camera and, uh, just, I've really gotten into that and, uh, just a big, a big passion of mine. We try and get out West, uh, you know, at least once or twice a year, uh, love it out there, you know, uh, just love the, the big open landscape. Um, you know, there's some, some great parks out there. We get into uh, t- around Jackson and Grand Teton, uh, out in the Yellowstone and, and just love being on that area. So, yeah, I guess I was just so so much into the, the, the water world there for so many years that now I've kind of wanted to escape out into these big open landscapes out west when I can, uh, but definitely a passion, uh, a hog I'm pretty passionate about for sure. It's cool <laughs> when it's cool when some of these, uh, I, I think about the pandemic and all the, the uh, you know, hardships that come along with it, but, you know, it's it's fun to look at the things that it changed in a positive light too. And the, the new things that people have found throughout the pandemic, we've talked about it a bunch here about, you know, how the fishing world blew up the, you know, people discovered different hobbies and outdoor activities that they may not have otherwise. So absolutely. You know, and Hey Mike, this TJ, uh, let me ask you a question. So uh, I love where you go and take your time shooting up in the West, uh, anywhere up in Wyoming, Montana, any of those places, man, I'm a huge fan of that area, but are, is there any, is parts of you looking at doing anything? So I've got like, uh, you know, Kawasaki mules and, and some gear like that at my place. Are you guys, uh, is there a thought process out there about providing those same things you do for the boats for, um, for other elements of the outdoors man it'd be nice to be able to just jump on there and order all the stuff for that you know a tune-up kit for my mule yeah it's funny funny you mentioned that uh you know parts you uh you know from from again I, i'd say from the second year of operation um you know we said you know i think there's other opportunity here to get into power sports in general uh it just kind of goes hand in hand right and a lot of those same brands that we offer you know are also heavy in the power sports world uh, so for sure, uh, it's definitely, you know, uh, something we want to get into. And, you know, Parts U was acquired uh, about uh, 15 months ago uh, by One Water Marine, uh, which, was a, which is a large, um, you know, publicly traded company that, that owns about 100 boat dealerships. Um, and so through, um, you know, that, that channel, uh, it's going to open up a lot of opportunity and a lot of new doors for Parts U. Uh, and our, our, our big goal uh, going forward, one of our big goals going forward is to get into power sports. I think a lot of what we're doing on parts to you, uh, as far as making the, the parts buying, the parts selection process that much easier. You know, Cody's mentioned our kits. Uh, you mentioned having to be able to come on and get your maintenance kits, which, what you would need for your, your ATV products. And you're absolutely right. You know, we definitely can get into that. And I think it's, it, it's uh, you know, it's not out there. And it's so simple to think about, right, that, hey, you know, let's put together a little kit. Uh, yeah. They can give you everything you need for your 20, your 100 hour, just your basic annual maintenance, uh, and just make it that much easier for the consumer. Because you know, a lot of folks know that they they, they want to you know get out and, and work on their their engines, on their ATVs, whatever it may be the you know the, the craft they have for their hobbies, but they just don't know where to start with it. You know, 
Um, and, you know, like traditional schematics that are out there for boats can be challenging uh, for most uh, folks if you're not uh, a marine mechanic or a seasoned marine professional. Uh, it can be, you know, a point of frustration and just making sure you're getting, you know, what you need to maintain your boat. So us providing the service kits we've had has been a big win for us. I think a big, a big win for the, for the boat owner as well. So absolutely, you know, uh, offering that same type of experience in the power sports world is, is definitely something we're looking to get into for sure. Hey, well, I, it, I wanted it, for to me, get... For me, it was just really that that was it. It's this huge search for these individual parts and pieces and, uh, yeah, once you guys, once you guys, these, they started telling me about what Cody tell me about what he's doing with the boat. I just thought, golly, that is so smart, man. I want to push that button for the, for my ATVs. Hey, absolutely. Mike, I yeah, wanted to absolutely. get the, uh, kind of a, you know, you're down there in Florida and I was so naive in uh, sending you guys some stuff and we were doing our thing and the hurricane came through and then. Uh, you know, we kind of worked through that. I didn't realize how close y'all were to all that stuff. Obviously, you know, right in the heart of a lot of that, you kind of made it through that. And then there was another hurricane that came through Southern Florida right after I left. And, uh, and so just kind of get an update on how, how that happened in your areas and, and kind of what's, what's it look like around your parts and, and how y'all fared through the, through the hurricanes down there this year. Yeah, I tell you, it went from uh, being a really quiet season to, oh, man, this is, uh, you know, definitely incredibly impactful. You know, so, so Hurricane Ian came through, uh, you know, late September and uh, pretty unbelievable, really. I mean, what it what it did to, to southwest Florida. But I got to say the, the, the response from the community, the response from the state, the response from the national government has, has just really been tremendous. I mean, we. I would say are, are, are ahead of schedule uh, as far as recovery goes. If you think about the impact the hurricane did have, I mean, Fort Myers Beach, Sanibel, they had 18 feet of water, you know, in, in some of those areas. I mean, just incredible to think of. Uh, but, you My know, the response has, been, has also been equally as incredible. Um, parts of you, very fortunate. Uh, we're a little further inland, a few miles inland. Uh, and so no impact from storm surge. Uh, no water damage, uh, to our, I mean, no wind damage uh, to our facilities. So very fortunate there. Uh, but certainly many, many others in our community, not so much. Uh, but the response has been tremendous. I, I know that they uh, are have, have begun to reopen uh, parts of Fort Myers Beach. I, I know that a couple of restaurants have reopened there. A couple of grocery stores have reopened. Uh, same on Sanibel. I mean, these, these areas were just wiped away, uh, you know, so... It's hard to think about, really. And, and the beaches, the access to those areas was, was wiped away. Um, and so, again, what the response has been to just to, to regain access, uh, to get people in, to begin the cleanup has been tremendous. Uh, I think months ahead of where they expected to be at this point in time. Still a ton of work to do, uh, but uh, it, it's been you know, pretty awesome to see uh, what the response has been. So, you know, I think about... Uh, I, I, I know that a lot of the local beaches are, are still closed uh, in those areas. Obviously, we're coming into a, a big season. You know, our, our season really runs from, from January to, you know, April, May, as far as the, the snowbirds coming in town and, and uh, those wanting to escape the cold, but come, come visit Florida. So I, I hope and think that, you know, just week by week, uh, this will continue and progress will continue and people will, you know, will be ready for folks to come back in and, and uh, start to, you know, and just all the 
the, the energy and, and the, the, you know, the dollars into the economy that's so key for this area. Uh, but the response has been tremendous, and we're really making some, some good progress. Um, you know, so happy to report that. Um, yeah, sure. absolutely. Well, and I noticed it was uh, continuing on with my naive uh, nature when I was there just a few weeks ago and uh, near Kissimmee, and Kissimmee, Florida, and uh, I couldn't figure out why there were so many people at the grocery store and so many people out on the roads and I realized that it's the displaced people, you know, that yeah. they're all coming yeah. to places that are, you know, have lights and grocery stores and all that stuff at the time. Yeah. You know, it was the, there's only so many places people can go. And so they're all piling in those areas. And so it explained a little bit better of the traffic and, and the, uh, the lines everywhere. But um, so Mike, what's parts of you look like? moving forward kind of your goals your missions uh you know kind of close this thing out what's what's the what's the future for parts of you look like you know we want to continue with this thought of of offering more than you know just boat parts for sale i, I think that the internet world in general can be you know pretty sterile right and and uh, so we want to keep keep the focus on you know offering a great customer experience uh offering you know great support after the sale uh, I think in this industry, in the boating industry in general, you know, there's so many nuances and so many variations and so many possibilities, uh, you know, for, for, you know, just variation on a boat that you need to have somebody you can reach out to and talk to, um, you know, about your project, about your particular instance there. And, you know, our customer service team is, has been great to support that. Uh, you know, we have uh, a great team that's there to support the, the customer and, and to be able to answer questions that may be necessary. And I think that's that's a big key of uh, has been a big key and big part of our success, and will be continue to be going forward. Is just to offer that that personalized experience, uh, you know, through the internet world. Uh, we're of course going to keep focusing on on content uh, through our podcast, through our blog, uh, through through our YouTube video channel. Uh, just again, supporting that boat owning journey and and lifestyle is 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 key for us. You know, we're out there to build build, um, you know, an ecosystem, uh, you know, uh, a community of boaters through parts of you. Um, and it's just a, you know, a one big family, really. It's kind of our, it's kind of our, our vision of it. Um, and also I would say continue to offer, you know, diverse uh, mix of products for sale on the site. Um, you know, we're a little different in that we offer the Yamaha and Mercury and Suzuki parts as well as, you know, anything else you would need to maintain your boat. Uh, a lot of our competitors are either one, one or the other. They're either focused on OEM or focused on the, the kind of more general products and accessories where, you know, we offer both. And uh, so we're a little uniquely positioned like that. And we want to continue to kind of, you know, offer a, a great product mix for sale uh, is, is also a big focus for us. Um, and just, again, to go back, you know, just making that customer experience that much easier. Uh, so when you hop on parts for you, you know you can find what you need quick and easy and the main thing is you're getting the right part each and every time is, is, is a big part of our focus because, it, like we talked about earlier, it can be confusing sometimes for the customer uh, and the boat owner just knowing what they, they need exactly. So we're excited about what's ahead. Um, you know, we're going to continue to, to improve the site and uh, grow the site out. Hopefully power support's not so far on the, uh, the horizon there, and uh, we're excited to be you know, a part of this with you guys and uh, working with you, Cody. Uh, certainly has been great. Uh, and we'll look forward to, to growing that relationship as, as we move forward. 
Mike, thank you for hanging out with us this morning in the bunkhouse. And uh, yeah, I I think I speak for all of us that we're excited to, to continue growing that relationship. And and uh, I ordered my parts view kit this week, so hopefully I won't have to call customer service and uh, ask them, you know, uh, where each part goes because I've done it before now, and I won't have to do that this time. So thank you. Uh, Thank you, Mike, for hanging out with us this morning, and and uh, yeah, be safe down there, and keep us posted what you got going on in Florida. Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Happy holidays, guys. Merry Christmas to you as well, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Have a good one. All right, buddy. Hey, our buddy from uh, Mike from Parts View, and just uh, man, I just kind of wanted to get a feel and let our audience know, you know who. Who are these folks that we're talking about? I think it's important to know who you're dealing with and who we're talking about and who supports us. And and well, uh, and, and that is such a brilliant concept. What what they did with that, it just man that that can go way out there. They can they can do that for a lot of people because for the guy like me, the simple minded guy, man, I just want to click on, not, you know, 2022 Mule X Tape. T three. Okay, you're gonna push that. They didn't. They're not there yet. Give them some time. I know. I know. But I just. Hey, I just think it's a brilliant idea. That's all I'm saying. I'll tell you what else is another good idea. It's Sun Auto Service. If uh, you don't know how to maintain your wife's vehicle, just take it to Sun Auto Service. Beefsteak. Ah. Okay. Well, I was gonna say that Sun Auto is just as easy as Parts View. Click a button and go. You just go to. To uh, sunautoservice.com, and you can find the re- locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 6 or at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Because when it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs, I take all of my, well, I should say my wife's vehicle to. Uh, to a person that, or a place that appreciates the opportunity to serve us, that's a local Sun Auto Service shop. So follow them each week for great maintenance tips, and on Facebook they've got specials. SunAutoService.com. All right, we'll get back on track on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone. We got your Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report. I don't know where we'll go. We'll get it done, though. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Uh, hey, our friends over at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, they just want to let you know the wait is over. Truckloads of the new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams are headed our way during Nile Maxwell's big finish sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. All month long, we have the newest vehicles showing up by the truckloads daily. And make no payments for 90 days. Enjoy the holidays and your first payment won't be due until March of 2023. Everything has discounts and now is the best time to see our new inventory before they're even online. 
this is the biggest big finish event for the biggest discounts best financing offers and super center size selection head to the nile maxwell super center we'll sell more than anyone we sell more than anyone else 620 and 183 in austin or just go to nile maxwell supercenter.com and yep this is the time of year where you go out and you buy that vehicle that's right now it's time for this week's pedo report they are anti-hunting anti-fishing anti-meat anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage it's time for the outdoor zones Peter report because we love animals too they taste great they taste great <laughs> hey uh so it uh, it's happening again we warned you about this recently and as we kind of go into the holidays, a lot of people, their kids slide off to the movies. They got some time off from school. And so you're letting your kids slide off to the movies and, and you don't necessarily go in there and watch every movie with them. You kind of preview it a little bit. You know, it's going to be, you put them into the movie. Well, Hey, uh, two chain cinemas will be showing a short animated movie, urging people not to eat Turkey for Christmas dinner and enjoy a vegan meal. Instead, the view <laughs> and Cineworld Cine Cineworld multiplexes will show the two minute film from PETA, which urges families to try something different on December 25th. So this is that series of animated uh, cartoon, anti-meat, anti-hunting, anti-animals, uh, strategy that they've put into place and, um, they're using it online, but now they're the movie theaters are co-conspiring with them to play these before the movies. And I'm just saying, be careful, um, there's there's been times I've heard about them playing these in the classroom in the school classrooms before school when they do all the announcements and they have these little video TV commercial things that they play in the classrooms and they'll slide in these PETA anti uh, events and uh, and messages into your kids material. My granddaughter yesterday. Um, she was over in the afternoon. She's six years old. And she said, Grandpa, don't shoot a turkey. <laughs> I'm like, okay, for the next 20 minutes, we had a conversation going from her house to mine about where she got the chicken nuggets and how they came up. And what about the turkey we had for Thanksgiving and all the delicious protein Where did and that meat. come from? I'm thinking it's coming from the same place. You know, like you just said, people from the messaging, they're sliding in to her school. Uh huh. Yeah, because they give out they give out coloring books where it says mommy and daddy or daddy's a murderer if he's a hunter. Well, I mean, you... they have those coloring books. <laughs> they give them away free to the kids. Right. And they've gotten around the graphic content problem where they were blocked. Because they do it in an animation, and animation right. doesn't have restrictions on the social on media. Isn't that crazy, conniving, underhanded? Just so get this. <sighs> so get this. You know, Oregon. Oregon used to be probably one of the most incredibly beautiful, outstanding, uh, f a frontier 
state, right? Where you, you just yeah. think people go out there, they do hard things. They, they create living space in the wilderness and, you know, some of the best hunting in the world, uh, in the U S would be, and, and I, and, and, and that's that whole hunting thing where it's not just, you know, shooting something, but earning mm -hmm. the right to shoot, a you know, one of the elk out there or, um, but they had a, an initiative on the, on the ballot that said here, uh, initiative petition 13 IP 13 would prohibit the injury and killing of, of mammal fish, reptile, or amphibian, unless in an act of self-defense defense, the initiative would also make engaging in common animal breeding practices, including domestic animals, a felony felony, a felony. So felony. hunting, fishing, pets, a criminal would be, be a, a felony. Well, I'd have to be, you know, then I'd be a criminal or an outlaw. That's what I'm saying for, <laughs> you know, it's like the law abiding citizens. I've talked about that for years, you know, whether it be gun rights, uh, scenarios, ideas, legislation being pushed, things of those nat of that nature. You're just trying to turn a law abiding citizen into a criminal rather than going after criminals, actual criminals. Well, they're already breaking the law. Like I'm who, not breaking the law. Who in what, what legislature, what, what politician is, is got their name on this? Have I you mean, not been paying attention to recent United States politics at all? <laughs> I'm just you saying, not understand that that is, there are dead people being elected into the house <laughs> of representatives, literally people that are dead. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I get not it. Just There's 940,000. I'm There's talking 940,000 uh, hunters and anglers in Oregon. And so that whole, that whole tax base from the Pittman Robertson, you know, the 11% sales tax on all the hunting and fishing and outdoor gear that we buy as hunters and fishermen, which has not been uh, included in hikers and campers and, and which needs to be, um, well, or, or is it bikers even, and everybody is it even else going, I mean, I want to know where that money goes. Is it being used the way it was intended for truly? Well, I want to know without all those people, um, how can you support the conservation efforts and, you know, talk about, you know, providing you meat and well, uh, it's tradition. Like, it's kind of like this whole thing with California and the whole Tesla and electric vehicles and all that stuff and not building any uh, power plants that use coal or nuclear. Or, and they're just trying. And, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you in the next year or two, <laughs> they're going to have a summer where that, that state shuts down. People are going to come home from work, plug in their vehicle, and it's just going to go, <laughs> and everything is going to go off. And they, cause they just don't have a clue. I just don't understand it. Yeah. So they're not real shocked by it. To be honest, it's disgusting. And I'm trying to not 
feed into it too much right now at this very second because my heart rate well can't handle it. The right other now. thing I'm not sure they think about is the way that I was told by a Texas game warden when he came and did a speech for us at a uh, Hunter's Ed class that he, he said, okay, everybody, you know, can you guess which Texas state park could could survive? Only one of them could survive if we didn't get this kind of backing or money just through gate receipts and things like that. Big Ben? Hmm, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise none of them could stay open. They're not self-funding. This, what's well, going to happen? And there was a- there was a huge push two years ago during COVID and all, you know, just after COVID, um, when they finally opened the parks back up, there was a huge push. People went to the parks and stuff, but it began. And to I want to, I want to say this year, I want to congratulate ourselves for promoting that reversing, <laughs> reversing the here in the state of Texas. Uh, I, I have to say that we were, a voice for reversing the initial reaction, which was to close the parks. Yeah. And uh, I was like to proudly say that I was very vocal, and that was one of the dumbest decisions made by our parks and recreation. But yet they corrected it and quickly corrected that and opened yeah. things back up. And uh, I do, you know, give credit where credit's due. That was exactly what was needed during that time. And Florida did the same thing. They're, right. They're tracking right alongside, you know, where Parksview is. And I just thank you, Florida, for helping out <laughs> and moving forward. I mean, people will see that and go, why are, why are they so successful? Why aren't they having the COVID problems? Why aren't blah, blah, blah. And they didn't do all the regulations. They opened up. Hmm. I think interesting. Um, I uh, I did want to touch on this. Which states produced the best deer hunters article? Oh yeah, from Meat Eater. Uh, Michigan. What makes a good deer hunter? First of all. Well, I would say uh, sportsmanship, um, tradition. Right. Uh, Treating it. Working firearm. And I love this article. It says, we all know guys and gals who just seem to half A it in the woods. Uh, they show up late to camp, roll out of bed at 9 or 10, simply take their gun for a walk down a trail. You know those folks. Uh, a lot of these folks get uh, skunked, but a lot of them actually kill the biggest bucks. You know, I joke about it in the hill country, in Rock Springs particularly, I was seeing just last weekend, we went after Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. We went up to Rock Springs, the in-laws place, and I was seeing guys and gals, I guess, uh, potentially, with a trailer, with a brand new deer stand, a brand new feeder, and a bunch of corn on a trailer, still taking it out to the the wherever they're going to hunt. They don't even have it set up. It, I'm like, I'm blown away. We've been hunting for two months now. Deer season's been open for two months in Texas. And they're just now getting a blind set up last week. A blind. So you're, a that, so you're that guy at deer camp that gets mad because someone, quote, that's not a hunter, pulls in a, a, a good deer? 
and brings them back, and you're like, well, that's all you have. No, I think it's been I, for two No, months. I get up, I get upset when a guy sets up late and is a slacker yet gets rewarded but we you know we see it all kinds of places of the world right <laughs> it's just like you're a slacker but you know i it's the same in the fishing world like there's some guys that can just catch fish it doesn't matter where they are when it is when they wake up how hard they practice they just go out there and catch fish and it drives me crazy because so, i'm the guy that has to work twice as hard I've, I've said this forever i have to work twice as hard to be half as good in the yeah, outdoors but you were talking about you were talking about fishing against guys like uh you know van dam and stuff like that you were talking about fishing against the best of the it's best. the same thing in the outdoors and when you're hunting it's the same thing when you're hunting there's guys that just you i've said it to tj for time and time He's again lucky, my father gets lucky well we blessed. once went to we once had permission to go out to a guy's like 20 acres in Bastrop 20 years ago. This guy goes, yeah, it's just an old, old oil pad site out there. There's no trees or anything. This is such a go, good story. Y'all can go <laughs> hunt it. And it's a one deer County. This is back when Bastrop was out in the country, right? Now it's a metropolitan basically, but out in the country. And it's just an old pad site. Just had an old pump jack on it, old whale site, no trees, no nothing. There was like three trees in the back corner where a little ravine ran through. And so we looked around. We were like, yeah, I guess there really isn't a whole lot here. So we walked back to that back little ravine, and and uh, I sit down on one edge of it, and TJ goes and sits about 50 yards away, and about 15 minutes later, ba-boom! <laughs> I said, no way! There is no pants he just shot a deer and sure enough there's one deer it's a one buck county there's one tree on this property it happens to walk right by tj and he kills a buck so there's some people that are just lucky and some Hiller, people they've got to work i'll take it thank you bless something we're that, gonna uh, call it great bless. story probably some, the best story ever yeah it's the it was so dumb I'll tell you what's not dumb is Altrua HealthShare. Finding affordable, top-quality health care options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. You know Altrua HealthShare? They're not insurance. However, they offer a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. I have my family. Cody Ryan. I have my family covered by Altrua HealthShare. Absolutely love the way it works members contribute each month to a membership escrow and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account it's literally that simple you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org that's myshare.org altrua health share where we care for one another all right we'll wrap this whole thing up on the flip side it's the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 you can find us at theoutdoorzone.com Hey, this is Cabela's Pro Clark Winlet, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Cranking out another show for you. Hey, you can listen to us live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9. 
right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Or you can find us on all your podcast, favorite podcast platforms. Just type in the Outdoor Zone. If you go to the Outdoor Zone, our new website, you can find information on all our sponsors. And you can also find information on podcast platforms where we know the show is. Uh, and also follow us on our Facebook page, the uh, Facebook page. We'll post some of the stories, and uh, we posted the link, the uh, preview of the movie Cocaine Bear on there. <laughs> so don't miss that on our Facebook yeah. page. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson, our good buddy Jeff, Jefe, as we say down in Mexico, and his team operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy relationship-based service that sets us apart, banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with Keystone account. Just visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressel Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all the information. I need to call my... I need to call Jeff and check in on him. See how he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I I got to mention this meat eater article. I've mentioned it like five times now, and we haven't talked about it. And I'm guessing Michigan. Is no, one of so the listen, listen. The way he dissects it is completely. It's, it makes sense the way it's dissected, but I don't necessarily obviously agree with it. Um, it says harvest numbers show you a lot about which states have the best deer hunters. Uh, though not necessarily in the way you might think. It may seem obvious that the states with the highest number of harvested deer must have the best deer hunters. Well, he says, however, there are a lot of factors involved. So you would think Texas, we got six million deer, five and a half million deer. We kill a million a year, something like that, you know, mm -hmm. half a million a year, whatever. Smackdown. Yeah, you'd think, Hiller. but he doesn't take it that way. He says the best deer hunters you know, in a lot of ways have, uh, lower populations, maybe, uh, oh, so harder. like, what, like mule deer in Wyoming, those hunters are so much better because they have to hunt well, harder. One of the regions with the highest success rates in the country is the mid is the Midwest, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and Wisconsin record some of the highest antlered buck harvest rates in the country. Uh, Pennsylvania tops that with estimates of 145,000, over 145,000 harvested bucks. While this data doesn't exactly state that, uh, that good deer hunters don't come from this region, it does show that hunting in the Midwest is simply easier than hunting in areas with lower deer densities. Man. Kind of an interesting take on a lot of this stuff. Uh, it's an interesting article, something to go over with. High harvest numbers. Um, eliminate other regions from states with top deer hunters. So they're looking for the top deer hunters. So and, like Texas is not even on his list because yeah, in the South, like Georgia, pretty much every state in the South, he eliminates Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi. Harvest. 80 he's just to jealous because we got the smackdown. I he's think just that's jealous because we're 
we're dropping five deer a year. It's it's worth a read. It's worth a read. It's an interesting take. I don't necessarily agree with it, but uh, hey, give me your interesting take, beefsteak. This week's interesting take. <clears throat> you have it? Oh yeah, I just didn't think you were gonna call on me today, man. You know. <laughs> Hey, you're the student in there. You look like you're passing notes to the hey. other kids. <laughs> hey, what we once enjoyed and deeply loved, we can never lose. For all that we love deeply becomes part of us forever. Oh, did your wife send you that in the Hallmark no, card? No, she did this not. Week's Bible, this week's Bible verse comes from Psalms 95.6. Sorry, beefsteak. It's just you missed a couple weeks, and I like I got a bunch of stored bunch up. A bunch of pent-up. <laughs> Yeah, like frustration. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, she had one that she wanted me to tell you. And, uh, oh. you know, about the, the dog, right? Said, if you get to thinking you're a person of some influence, try ordering somebody else's dog around. She said, that is for Cody Ryan. Well, that that hurts. Hey, I want to remind you to go see our friends at partsview.com. And uh, thank you to Mike for coming on this week and telling us more about Partsview. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let's kneel before the Lord, our maker. Psalms 95, 6. Hey, I'm Cody Ryan. I got to go see what this deer is all about. I got to go see where he bedded down. I'm out, fellas. Next week. All right. Hey, this uh, week, want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds and trees. Take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you got calm, if you got a boy who needs some time in the outdoors, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Find a group in your area. If you want to donate uh, this end of the year giving, and now's the time to invest in No Kid Left Inside. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Your donation there will get a boy outside. If you need a speaker, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'd love to come and share the story of KOZ with your men's group or your uh, whatever your group is. Um, but, hey, that's it for us. We're headed to church. Go find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. Uh, from Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, Ranch Hand, Tie Wire, and myself, TJ Graney, we just want to say God bless. And regulators, let's mount up. Because a country boy can survive. Country folks can Truck line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can.